Hello, and thanks for tuning in to podcast episode four from the Anti-Coffee Coffee Club. In a true stay-home spirit, we'll be connecting our flocculent whispers via the technology of the World Wide Web. We catch up with our friends and colleagues of the Good Coffee Cartel to see how they're getting on, how they're shaping their daily routines, as well as bumbling over the usual stuff. But before we start, we just wanted to mention something we find very important at a time like this. Whilst we are all coping with the situation differently, there are members of every local neighbourhood who are particularly vulnerable to isolation. There's a lot of guidance and advice about how to stay safe and healthy during the outbreak, and we would like to highlight one of those. The Community Action Response has been created by the Eden Project Communities in partnership with the Campaign to End Loneliness, the Community Fund, and the mobile app Nextdoor. The Community Action Response is a way to encourage those who can to do what they can and offers five tips in order to make positive change. These are, think of others, consider your actions and be kind, Connect and reach out to your neighbours by sharing a safe way to stay in touch. Make the most of local online groups. Support vulnerable or isolated people. And share accurate information and advice. You can read some more about it all by googling Community Action Response or going to www.edenprojectcommunities.com There you can find a lot more information Links to other useful websites such as Mind, who offer respect and online support for those experiencing a mental health problem. Please take the time to have a look. And remember, be kind to yourself and those around you. Here's the podcast. What's good here? Yeah, you know what's not good here? You. This is all wrong. No, this is the first I've heard How dare you? I wasn't quite sure what I'd just seen, but I knew it was time for me to leave. Oh, hey, you, you look tired today. Yeah, you, you're looking tired. Like, go fuck your mother. Have you been shopping because those bags are under your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely I've had that as a barista, more or less all my entire career. of Like, people going, at, at like, you know, eight in the morning or something. How are you? Oh, yeah, I'm all right. Oh, you look tired. Like, <laughs> thanks. I've literally just, just woken Just because I'm this side of a counter gives you license to comment on my appearance, sir, <laughs> madam. I also had one guy once who I had, uh, I've told Courtney this story before. It's a fantastic story. Uh, basically, I dropped a guitar on my face and had like a big cut across the bridge of my nose and like a, probably like a slightly black eye but mostly across the nose. And I was serving somebody in uh, a coffee shop and he, he was like that, who punched you? And I was like, what a fucking terrible thing to say. <laughs> Imagine if someone actually had punched me. Yeah. Like, it was my dad. <laughs> yeah. My dad always punches me before he... <laughs> 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 Do you know what I mean? Like, I should have said that. But I didn't. Yeah. Opportunity missed. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, how are you both? What what um what was your routine this morning? Have you got a routine? I did yoga this morning already. We didn't. We we took a day off on. I don't even know what day it is. It's Thursday today, isn't it? Yeah. So we took a 
We've done yoga every day for a week. And I took a day off on Tuesday for the first day because we were a bit sore. And then forgot to do it yesterday. (laughs) And then started again today. So we're going to do a morning session and an evening session today. Yeah. But it's funny that forgetting to do yoga because you're so in the moment and present. (laughs) It's quite ironic, isn't it? That's true. Enlightened. Yeah. Yeah. But we did it this morning and then we're going to yeah do another. So there's like... Um, you can search for different themes. So you've got, we did one this morning. It was morning and wake up. So it's, they just do like stretching for your shoulders and upper body. So it's not like a full sun salutation or anything. It's just for certain parts of the body. Like we did a hip opener one the other day. I should see my hips now, boys. <laughs> <laughs> They're so open. <laughs> yeah. There's a 30 day isolation challenge one, isn't there? Is there? I think Kathleen's been doing that in the morning. It looked quite hard. Shan went and bought a whole load of weights. So now we've got like almost like a mini gym in the, <laughs> nice. in the bedroom. I'll probably never go to a gym again. Nice. If I want to lift weights, I'll probably just do it in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, but it's great because you don't have to, you can listen to any music you like. You don't have to either watch other people do stuff or feel like you're being watched. And I'm always a little bit just, I get like a little bit of, nerves before going to the gym and i don't like it yeah i know so what you mean take that out of it and then just can do like a nice wee sesh by myself like i go to the supermarkets now and i have to wash my hands like five times afterwards and now yeah. if i go to the gym i don't know how many times i'd have to shower after yeah being there. i remember going there just as coronavirus was kicking in and then just being like everyone's cleaning things after using them yeah. <laughs> i've never seen that before but it makes a lot of sense yeah, yeah. I guess it's good practice anyway, isn't it? Habits are changing, aren't they? Like, for the better. Yeah. Like, people are more conscious of touching things and then touching their faces. Yeah. So, yeah. Roots and fruits have, they've got that sanitizer thing as you walk in the door. Oh, yeah. You, like, you have to sanitize your hands. I think East have done it as well. Like that, that could probably just take off as a standard thing. Just have it outside the door before you go in. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Locavore have just started making their own out of turnips. Have you seen that? Making their own mm. hand sanitizer out of out of turnips. Really? Yeah. I how, think it's just, how? I think they just like make from... make it into an alcohol, and then as long as it's a potent, well, I don't know how it works. Like over eighty percent or something. That's quite weird, isn't it? Yeah. So that you ferment, you ferment the turnip, and then, huh. Turns into I guess they'd just be doing it with the fruit that they don't sell or the veg that they don't sell. Yeah, I think yeah. so. They just ferment everything together. I I siphon a little bit off. Taxman doesn't yeah. need to know about it and come it up with some for you. locavore gin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they said, um, we're <laughs> no officer, it's just hand sanitizer. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> In a little brown baggie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just hand sanitizer. What are we going to talk about this week? I was thinking about like what do you miss, coffee related. Yeah. And not coffee related. Oh, cappuccino. Yeah, really like oh. steamed milk. Oh. Eleni said yesterday she'd pay ten pounds for a good flat white. Yeah. Cafe were open yesterday. Oh yeah. And they did a wee post on Instagram that was like got bread, freshly made sourdough, and some treats and coffee. Oh. And Shan was like, "Do you want a coffee?" And I was like, <laughs> "I really, really want a flat white." And then. She came back later and was like, it's just filter coffee. Oh, 
I was like, oh, to be fair, I've got a really good filler coffee in the house. So. Yeah, I just really, really want a flat white or something like that. Yeah. Or just like a, a espresso, like a nice, like, mm. syrupy, thick beverage. Yeah, you wonder um, how improved the coffee industry is going to be after this because I know the cartel, we've got a lot, a lot more new customers coming to us to buy coffee because I guess maybe they would drink coffee in various places around Glasgow and everyone's going online. So potentially people are trying new new products and, and maybe being introduced to coffee by their friends or something. And uh, yeah, there could be like a whole new appreciation for how coffee's made in shops when everything goes back to normal. Yeah, yeah totally. I, th- I think that's spot on. The funny thing is, is like, do you not find that in your general conversations? You're never more than like two steps away from coronavirus. Yeah, it's crazy. It's that's very boring. Going to be the same here, isn't it? Because yeah. it's the big thing. But what what have you been doing when you've been going out of the house? That's that's what's interesting. What have you been going? Have you been exercising or going shopping or walking? Or you've been taking Luna out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. So. Yeah, I don't know. How do you feel about this? Is this a breach of the rules? Luna, my Labradoodle, requires three walks a day, three times one hour, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and one in the evening. And between me and Shan, we've been doing that. Sometimes together, sometimes separately. But there's definitely been days where I've done all three walks and also gone out for a run. Hmm. Where do you boys stand on the morality of that? Technically, the, the, the rules are only once out of the house for exercise. I'm, I'm talking four times out of the house for exercise. Four is excessive. You could probably cut the jog out. The slow <laughs> jog. Mm, yeah, okay. I'll take, I'll take that on board. I'd say if people want to get out of the house more, then they have to buy a dog. That's like the perfect time to get a dog, yeah. isn't it? Rescue a dog. Rescue a dog and yeah. get out of the house. I was talking to Joey yesterday and he said he's been cooped up for ages because he'll go for a walk, but he doesn't like going for a long walk, long walk with no music on. And he feels right now that if he puts his big headphones on, cancels out all the noise, and then like joggers could be like running up behind them and cyclists. And he's he's quite aware and has to have... Like, I don't know, he, he needs to have no headphones on so he can see what's going on. So he was looking out the window and he's like, oh my God, there's a dog. There's a dog just roaming the streets. I'm going to go down and get it. Was there a dog roaming the streets? There was just um, a yellow lab or a, a Labrador. Just really? walking walking on the road and he was like, oh, sometimes there's cars. Oh, I need to go down and see. I had a car earlier, so I doubt he stole it. Has he still coughed all over it and then sent it back? <laughs> yeah, my dog. <laughs> yeah, we take Braith out for three walks a day. Yeah. What about you, Tony? Have you been doing a, a lot of... You're a runner. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I haven't run in a while. We, we Well, we st- we st- I've started running again now. Um, Just to get out of the house, really. But we'll go out every day, either for a, a walk, a run... Or like combine it with shopping. But we've got Pollock Park near us, so that's pretty good. So we can just get in there and then you don't see anyone really when you're in there. But we went out for a bike ride yesterday as well, which was quite nice. Um, I saw a cyclist throw a snot rocket and I was like, no. 
Yeah, that's, not allowed. That's, that's cool, isn't it? Yeah. I was like, that's going to be in the air for ages. And for eight meters, apparently. Eight meters. Snort rockets. <laughs> <laughs> Sneezes can be eight meters if you travel. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess so. Someone did a computer simulation of it. If you cough into your elbow or cough out without covering your mouth. Oh, really? And it was really weird. It was just like two humans in the simulation and one just big cloud of yellow stuff. And it just like yeah. seemed to just hit the other person right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't cover your mouth. But apparently the, the old elbow trick worked. Did the simulation then have the other person like <laughs> sticking the finger up and <laughs> being very aggressive? Yeah, like so. What I've noticed is that actually the, the parks are fuller now. Yeah, yeah. Than they were, and as as someone who regularly like I walk in that park every day, doesn't matter the weather, with the dog, and I'll run if it's half decent weather. I'll run through the park, and then I saw that somebody posted a thing that was like, if another runner runs past me closer than two meters, I'm going to trip them up. <laughs> And I thought, quite if, right. Uh, if anybody trips me up, I'm ready to throw people in the river. <laughs> yeah. I would pick them up and throw them in the river. If they, tri- if they deliberately trip me when I ran yeah. past them, oh yes. That's fucked. See you later. And I'd probably take their wallet as well. Do you consider trail running? You wouldn't want it to get then? wet, would you? <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, would I consider trail running? So yeah, like but just running on the grass? No. But with their shoes or whatever. Because the paths, like, it's so busy. Cyclists, runners, and people. Because everyone's just, it it just seems like everyone's got nothing else to do. They don't have anything else to do. It's a fact. So, I I take exception to cyclists being on that path in this current climate because the roads are so deliciously quiet. Mm. Like, it's perfect for just clipping along. You could do, like, you're much better to be on the road as a cyclist and leave the paths for runners and walkers but it's just people who are walking who are walking two meters apart but they're walking mm. together yeah. that doesn't make yes. sense yeah because yeah. you should really be only walking with people who are in your household in which case you don't need to be two meters away from them yeah and if they don't leave you t- two meters to get by then blast yes. right through the gap i'm the, i'm the kind of asshole who i want to keep a good clip on when i'm like running so i don't mm. yeah i'd rather not stop and be like ah, excuse me i was just fucking batter through yeah yeah we Fantastic. i was we went shopping the other day and there were two two old ladies on the path um talking to each other but they were they were two meters apart but on like the curb of going onto the road and against the wall so there's just a gap in the middle of them so for me to go around them it meant that we would have to go two meters into the road to like if i wanted to keep yeah. a two minute gap but I was just like, and they like, it was like a bit of a duel. They both like looked and we were like, wow, I'm just going to go through the middle, aren't I? Like, I'm not going to go out on the road because cars come in. <laughs> so yeah. I just walked through the middle and they looked at a bit of me a bit like, ugh. I was like, well, I'm yeah. not stopping and sneezing or anything. Like, I'm just going to move through. I'll stop. I even stopped breathing when I went through. <laughs> I mean, everyone's panicked, aren't they? But everyone's got their, got their own way of dealing with it. But yeah, I just think you've got to be realistic as well have you seen loads of families out jogging has anyone have you seen that no there's so many families too fast to see them turning (laughs) i've seen so many like like the dad with one kid like running a bit ahead 
and then the mum like having to drag the other kid along the ground <laughs> pretty much <laughs> like come on <laughs> like a whole family's like hey let's all go out for our daily exercise and go jogging and they're just like yeah, yeah you can tell it them. must be it must be difficult if you've got like a couple of kids oh. knocking around the house <laughs> like yeah. yeah and no garden it's, Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's brutal. Yeah, that's the worst thing about being in flats right now. Yeah, like people who have houses on the south side, the weather's been pretty decent. You can just you can do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Barbecue. Uh, Do you see on the news today? Someone had spray painted a joggers lane on the road. Oh really? Oh really? Because because runners and joggers can also avail of the the empty roads to to get their miles. Yeah, gonna be some yeah I've actually I I've been doing that down Kelvin Way a little bit. Pretty good. I would have thought you'd been on the motorway, Todd. I can't, I can't get another speeding ticket, though, Sonny, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We are collectively telling, 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 telling. Telling, 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 to close. Go home now and relax for the rest of the week. I'll straighten this whole thing out. It's Miller time. And I thought of an invention as well. It's called the. It's hard to say. I'm still working on the title, but the disin. Wait, disin. Disinfletter box. Disinfletter box. It's like a disinfecting letter box. Uh. Need a better title. <laughs> That's cool. But like the little hairs, they're actually disinfecting. So when something comes through your letterbox, it's. I've got a prototype. Do it's it. on the. <laughs> My friend Martin's bought an infrared sterilizing gun. I see. Just before a lot of the people went home to work from home, but there's a couple of people that are working in the office still. Oh, yeah. So with like limited numbers, they just got the whole building oh. disinfected. So he bought one. <laughs> like, I'm just going to do it in the house. Just keep everything <laughs> super clean. Crazy. What What does it do? It, it just It just burns. Yeah, it electrically, electronically charges particles so that they stick to surfaces and then somehow it's a sterilizing thing. Nice. So he doesn't need to wash his hands anymore? <laughs> no, he sprays them. You see Todd's little, um, the monkey in Todd's head going, how do I change my name? <laughs> <laughs> Just pull, pulling the strings. <laughs> how do I do it? Hey. Yep. <laughs> Not so old now, am I? So I've just done I've just done a kind of Russian roulette. I've hit the group with the password and the name and we'll just see who pops up. Nice. And my, my bet would be George is gonna be in pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. And then i I feel like Phil and Caroline might do like a double. Do you think? Nah, they'll Maybe. be separate. Mm, don't know. You reckon? Don't know. I reckon they'll do a double. Do you reckon um, Megan will chime in? Maybe. Oh, it'd be great to, to see Derbla. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've been decorating worlds, haven't you? Yeah, more than I have in my entire life, yeah. <laughs> what cabinet are you building? It's from some sort of company online. I, I, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know where it comes from, but it's like a flat pack thing that needs to be built up. Because you've got like a little long i think it used to be like a galley kitchen so now it's like a it was kind of a cupboard 
with loads of stuff in it, but it's quite long. So we, I painted the walls and then Shan took over with glossing the skirting and the cornicing. And then she also laid a carpet yesterday. Nice. Very impressive. What are you going to turn it into? I had a nap. <laughs> Is that your new gym? No, it's going to be like a wee office, I think. Nice. That's what the desk's for. Ah, um, okay. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, down at the cartel, being like painting, just giving it like a freshen up. Yeah, I saw it. Look, looked good when I went in. When I was there, I went in yesterday to get c- coffee and the cables and everything. Or day before yesterday. Day before yesterday, yeah. wasn't it? So part of that is, I think, just from a mental health point of view, to feel like there's still progress and there's still like things happening. <gasps> You're right. Oh, 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 Georgie. Hello, Georgie. Here's George. Hi, George. What's going on? How are you doing? George Clark. George Clark joined us at the start of 2020 um, with a reputation for having worked in some of the finest coffee establishments around, or down in Brighton with Twin Pines, shout out to Twin Pines, as well as in Edinburgh with some of uh, John Sharp's finest establishments. Uh, George brings with him a a diffident air of charisma, uh, an intelligent soul, and um, he's, he's probably about six foot, isn't he? He's quite tall. Um, here's here's George Clark. Mate, where are you? Are you in your kitchen? Yes. Of the new flat? No. That is delayed. Uh, that was supposed to be happening tomorrow, but that is not happening for the foreseeable. So. Due, due to uh, complications around COVID-19? Yeah. Um, my lawyer is just unable to process transactions, so... I think the family are still moving out tomorrow, which surprises me. Mm. But um, yeah, not going ahead. Well, I mean, it is going ahead. But it's just on pause. How do you feel about that? Well, we're in my parents, and it's pretty plush. And I mean, don't even have a bed to have in the new place, so I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah. It looks, is that a, a Kelvin Dale? Yeah. yeah. It looks like Kelvin Dale. Yeah. You've got a nice. Um, We've got, you can, if you can see there, you've got two ovens on the dial oh, Double oven. So I'm enjoying that very much. George, that looks like some Faro and Ball paint as well. Really? Um, I think so, mate. Oh. <laughs> Todd's now a professional decorator. Oh, I'm not he, a decorator. He, knows, <laughs> he knows his stuff. Todd is. That's his new hobby now, or his new profession, shall we say. Oh, yeah, nice. nice. So what, what have you been up to, George? What's your what's your routine? Have you got a routine? Yeah, man. Get up, make some coffee, have some breakfast, go for a run, and then watch Homeland for a ridiculous <laughs> amount of time during the day. Yeah, everyone's routine is, is largely the same, isn't it? Yeah. It's like productive between 8 and half past 10, and then... I don't know what to do after that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've, I'm trying to perfect my, my no need to need crusty white bread. Mm. So that's, that's that? going. Made, made hobnobs. Um, oh. Have a food. Made hobnobs. Homemade hobnobs. Yeah, I'll, hang on. I'll, with with chocolate. Yeah. Those bad boys. I mean, that was more jasmine to me. I mean, it was entirely jasmine. So is jasmine staying there with you as well? 
Yeah, which I'm grateful for, because if lockdown had happened like two weeks before, I would have been here on my own, um, and that wouldn't have been fun. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, because your your folks are away in yeah. um, somewhere yeah. that is Millport. Yeah, Millport. Where's Millport? Yeah. Is that it's like a wee island just off the west coast, isn't no. it? Yes. Do you know Largs? Yeah. 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 So you get the ferry to Millport from Largs. Yeah. You can cycle around Millport in like two hours or something. It's more like forty-five minutes. Um, Todd's oh, pretty slow. <laughs> He's more of a runner nowadays. No, no, it's, it's ten miles. So, I mean, all of you cycle, don't you? Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure you'd be able to do it. Why is your username Courtney sucks? <laughs> Courtney changed his name to something very offensive about me. <laughs> And then I, he dared me to find out how to rename it, and I managed to do it, so I changed it. Um, Despite his age, he was able to figure it out. <laughs> so, um, what do you, what are you missing about about life just now, George? Um, I miss being able to like hug my friends and see my friends um, <laughs> in that order. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just coming out for a hug and then I'm away. <laughs> yeah. uh, I missed the pub. Um, What's your local pub, George? There isn't really one <sighs> okay. because I'm in Kelvin Side, so there isn't anywhere that I would go to like immediately close. But I would say the nearest one that I like is called the Bell. Yes. I know the Bell. Yeah, but I, you're you're probably closer to like the last drop and. Uh, the dock. Do you know the dock? Do you know, do you know the... Uh, well, like, do you know the rock? Like, yeah. Highland Road. That's probably the closest one I can think of. Um, really? I think so. What's your address? Did you go to Clevedon Secondary School? No, I went to Kelvin Side Academy. Ah, nice. Okay, right. So, yeah, you're... I know exactly where you are. It's on a steep hill, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've run up that hill. Sniff fucker. Do you know where you used to live, yeah, I always make it at the end no. of the run and I try and sprint. But yeah. yesterday I wasn't able to do that because I ran like eight kilometres. Did you? That's good going. That's longer than normal. You're um, you're quite close to 111 by Nico, which has just yeah. been renamed 111 by what's the, the guy, the, there's a new head chef. I want to say Amora, but it's not. It's, let me check. I'm pretty sure the sign still says Nico. I walked past it um, not too long ago. I might be wrong. It's quite a cool. Uh, it's a very strange place for a restaurant like that. Yeah, but that was his first one, mate. Yeah, one 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 by Mura, okay. and um, it's quite cool. So, Nico, the guy who runs this restaurant chain, employed this guy who, um, I think, was maybe homeless. I don't know the, the facts. Anyway, he employed this guy as a kitchen porter, and this guy worked his way up, up and up and up, to like all through the different uh, commie chef, chef de partie, all these things, huh? and then he became the head chef. And then just about a month ago, uh, Nico renamed the restaurant after him, so it's now going to be called One 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 by Mura, mm-hmm. who's this guy's name, who's like a super talented chef. So he's basically like giving him the restaurant. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. George, how would you like to do a a coronavirus and misinformation quiz? So, if you have a runny nose and 
Sputum. I don't know what that is. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. Never sputum. Sputum. If you have a runny nose and sputum, you have a common cold, not COVID-19. True or false? I think that's true. True. All right. Wrong. Wrong. These are symptoms for the common cold, but they don't rule out COVID-19. Ah, that's unlucky. Mm. I would have said the same, to be honest. So that's a trick question. Yeah, they've, 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 they've got you on the first one. Question two. The new virus is not heat resistant and will be killed by a temperature of just 26 to 27 degrees. It hates the sun. True or false? I think that's false. That's correct. There's no evidence for this. There's evidence that similar viruses transmit less well in the heat, but many countries with blah, blah, blah. Question three. Drinking warm water is effective for all viruses. Try not to drink liquids with ice. True or false? True or false? False. Correct. Um, oh, the rest of them are pretty boring, to be honest. Oh, that one's good. Oh, no. All right, that's it. I thought that was going to be a better question, quiz than, than it, it was. So. How's, how are all of you? How have you been keeping? Wonderful. Good. Yeah. yeah. Day to day, doing very similar to you. Waking up, having coffee, having breakfast, uh, going for a run. But also going down to the cartel from time to time just to do some online stuff mm -hmm. and give it like a lick of paint. And this is only the second week of lockdown, isn't it? So we don't really know. We're still doing like good online orders. So we're not we're not at a kind of like dramatic worrying stage. And then hopefully the government aid comes in like in the next couple of weeks. So we'll, fingers crossed we don't actually get to that point. We shall see, Larry. Yeah. Life just revolves around food now, though. Yeah. Like a good breakfast, a good lunch, and like a dinner that takes like an hour to cook and is delicious. That's yeah. pretty much my life. Food and booze. Food and booze. booze. Mm, a lot of booze. We've we've tried not. We've been like not drinking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just to get like a little bit of discipline. And then woke up this morning and we're having breakfast. And we're just like we're allowed to drink today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I drank. The first eight days of lockdown. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Something like that. It just ended up feeling really bad. So trying to trying to drink one day off the next. One on, one off. Yeah. As long as you drink in moderation, you can drink every day. <laughs> I guess that's Only true. One or two Negronis. One or two Negronis. Are you making Negronis? Negroni. That's another thing that I miss. I know I could buy the, the constituent parts and make myself one. Mm. You, do you make coffee at home, George? I do. Yeah. How do you make it? Uh, I've got an Aeropress, but if this continues for a long time, then I might buy some sort of pour over to, to amuse myself. Mocker master. <laughs> One can dream. <laughs> Are you drinking? You're still drinking coffee every day, though. Yeah. I'm wondering how many yeah, people, how many people have like, on the on the when did when was lockdown? Monday last week. Wait, Monday. Last I wonder how many people had headaches after waking up on Tuesday and Wednesday for not drinking coffee, not being able to go to a coffee shop and getting the coffee and headaches. Yeah, you can track a spike in the orders online. Yeah, can you? People <laughs> withdrawing and then like... Cold turkey. George, uh, talk us through your um, the tattoos on your wrist there. Is it an elephant? Elephants? A series they're of elephants? Four, they're four elephants. And what do they, they represent? Are they representative of something? Uh, no, it was my first tattoo, and I just really wanted a tattoo. 
and I convinced myself that it had some deep meaning, but it really didn't. Uh, but it still is one of the most commented on tattoos that I have. So it's it's cool because it does look like it has a lot of meaning, like as if you had like a a kundalini snake on your yeah, <laughs> like going round your wrist or something like some sort of spiritual the four elephants of. I don't think any of my tattoos have meaning. Like, I really like them, so they mean a lot to me, but yeah. I don't, like, none of them. They, um, would you... Well, I have my, actually, I have my dog tattooed on me, so... Do you? That's, yeah. Where? Uh, just above my knee. Can we see? Yeah. We'll describe it to the fans. Nice jammies, George. Oh, yeah. So, I've got the words, softly we go. And then I've got, have you heard of Fidget? She's a tattoo artist. So okay. she's done a, a journey girl. And then this is my dog. Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, like Collie. I don't like this tattoo. Um, and I'm not sure what to do now. Why um, don't you like it? I just, it was the third time I've been tattooed by her. It was just... Like, I got on with her really well the first time, and then the second time was okay, and then the third time was really awkward. Just, it's like, I don't know, the third time you get your hair cut by someone and you've run out of those new things to talk about, and so mm. you're just sitting there in silence, like, feeling like you should be talking, but you aren't. Yeah. So, so it was just awkward, and I don't particularly like the tattoo. I think I could have done something different, thinking back, but now I'm in a difficult position because I don't want to get it covered up or get it um lasered off because it's my dog mm. yeah <laughs> i'll just i think i'm just gonna get loads of stuff around it yeah. but like her eyes are essentially like they've already disappeared and it's, it's only like six months old so um oh right, right. yeah just because i mean it, i mean it was a nice drawing is it a, a tap tap one or a no gun? no 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 machine the, the the words softly we go they were by someone called european sun on instagram uh one of my friends in brighton actually um and he does stick and poke but it's not like a tap it's just poke like, or as if you were writing with a needle um, do you, you have, have a stag don't you uh yeah i've got i also have a stag do you yeah let's see oh yeah, yeah kind of in a not too dissimilar place oh yeah mine's decapitated oh Ah, right. Mine is, mine's very much not decapitated. You can actually see that it's, because it's got a bit of the body in there. It's probably terrible light, but you can see that. Oh, that's, hang on. I need to get that probably. That's probably our labels. Hang on. There goes Todd. <laughs> nice shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Have you boys been keeping up? Are you, are you still, yeah, are you, are you okay? What, uh, How's the how's the lockdown affecting you? Well, I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Just reading a lot and how yeah. are you doing at home? Wilfer, have you got Wilfer? Wilfer, oh, nice. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, Cut just... our coffee intake though. Only half a liter at a time instead of the usual liter before I was going to the front yeah. which but, is weird. But then brewing every hour. Yeah. <laughs> Less but more. <laughs> yeah, doing. I've got like an AeroPress morning, so we share, Elaine and I share an AeroPress first thing to get out of bed. How do you, what recipe are you using to share an AeroPress? 12 you grams, just, 200 mil. 12 grams. Yeah, so just a, a little cup. 
And then we'll have a kalita with breakfast, like half a litre. And then maybe an afternoon coffee. It depends if Eleni's been baking or not. She made a carrot cake last night, so I guess we're going to have a, a coffee with a carrot cake. Yeah. Are you drinking coffee at night? No, I had a coffee at four yesterday and I didn't, couldn't get to sleep that well. But then I read four chapters. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. Oh, are you drinking coffee at night? No, I've just been drinking a lot in the morning. So, mm-hmm. yes, well, yesterday I only had one cup. The day before I had two full litre French presses back to back. What's your French press method? How do you, do you press? It's more of a gentle plunge. <laughs> I, I do um, about 55 grams of coffee. And then it's, it's technically it's a litre French press, but it, it's actually not a litre because by the time you put the water in, you're getting yeah. sort of 900, uh, you know, 900 to 950 grams. So you're, um, you're still brewing at around 60 grams a litre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your classic 16 to 1 ratio, yeah. yeah. Then I do a wee stir with a spoon, then put the top on, four minutes, 15 seconds. So you're not, pour, a, pour you're not like a scooper, scooper offer? No. Scum scooper? No, should I, you do that? I, yeah. well, well, the James Hoffman method is one that I like, where you don't press and you leave it for four minutes and you break the crust and then you leave it for four minutes and then you scoop off um, everything that's left over and then you don't press and instead you use the disc as a filter essentially and you just gently pour because mm. everything sunk to the bottom in that time. Like a big cup. I might try that. It's a good one, I I think. Because a French press gets gets a bad reputation. I think it's a good recipe because it leaves a lot of space for individual characteristics to come through. Because I think growing up drinking French press it's just always strong and bitter. Yeah, but I like I I don't know. I think partly what I think about with a French press, especially with a liter French press, is like you make one and then you can share it. You mm. can have more than one cup, and if you want to top up, it's very quick. So in terms of like a social thing, it's much better. Yeah, and yeah. for me that takes precedence over maybe like a ten percent gain in flavor characteristics. And if you've got coffee that's so like yesterday I had the Burundi, mm. washed Burundi, and it was it was so tasty. And I, the week before I'd just been having Narco all week, which is our blend. And then going from that to the washed Burundi, it was just, I still feel like you can get the individual characteristics of the coffee. I, I really like coffee from Burundi, I think. Um, the limited amount of coffee from Burundi that I've had, I've always enjoyed. Yeah. What's your favourite origin? Um, I like a natural Kenya, but they're quite hard to find. Um, I don't know if I've ever had a natural Kenya. Neither. Um, Never had one. Have I, Courtney? Mm, I think we may have cupped one, but I don't. Think, we've never bought one. I like um, cast iron. Have a have a coffee from Uganda in their shop right now. So am I not? Because I haven't had a coffee from Uganda before. I, I like Rwandan coffee. Yeah, sort of Rwanda, Burundi, Ethiopia. As long as it's, I, I get bored of, you know, washed Yirgacheff. I, I see it everywhere. Yeah. I, we had a conversation. I, I, until I had the Peru that you roasted this year, um, I had never had a Peru that I 
particularly enjoy the talk. Really? But I, 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 I think what I like is trying coffee from places that I've not had coffee from before. So um, I saw girls who grind coffee had a, had a coffee from China. And I haven't tried that, but I'd really like to. Um, and Williams and Johnson have a coffee from Tanzania. And I've never had coffee from Tanzania, but I'd like to. Have we had, we've not had a Tanzanian, have we? Not in the cartel, no. Um, do you see Dark Arts have released a, a coffee called uh, Investigate Carol Baskin? <laughs> Dr. Bhagavan Antle, B-H-A-G-A-V-A-N, Antle, A-N-T-L-E, Dr. Bhagavan Antle. That show, man. It's so good. good. Uh, um, I finished it uh, last night. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. There's so many threads. It's like I just don't understand how so many different people can be so unlikable. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like there's no one on the show. <laughs> That's the 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 question is is uh, who's your favorite character? <laughs> who's my favorite? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not Carol Baskin. <laughs> um, <laughs> she did it. She's infuriating. Yeah. Um, about her husband her husband he's pretty funny and i've seen a lot of memes of him like on a leash dressed yeah. up in <laughs> so i think purely for that maybe maybe, maybe it's him i um, quite like him is it Renky? i'm so yeah. bad at memes the guy so the guy the guy with no legs oh yeah, yeah he's yeah the, i um, think the other head head gamekeeper the like one the long haired dude the court he he, he yeah. seems okay but there, I quite like John Finlay as well. <laughs> he's just like, did you see the um, the cover up he got, the cover up tattoo of <laughs> I, like I've not been tattooed there, but I've been tattooed close to there, and that uh, getting a cover up there, where it's got to be, it's it's like on his blazer, isn't it? Oh, so like he's pretty, had, he, pretty low, like. <laughs> So he's, he's got that tattoo that says "Property of Joe Exotic." What he got tattooed near there, Tom? Yeah, it's because, well, it's not, it's not, it's not very near there, but it's it's close. It's within Where a few inches. It? It's within property a few inches of there. Tom's got new tattoo ideas. It's, yeah, property of Joe Exotic. So then he got he gets a big like bull's head on top of it. Oh, and like you can still see some of the words. Like, they yeah, yeah, go further than the bull's head. But that is fucking. That's got to be the sorest thing. Yeah. I think just stomach. I, I mean, I do intend yeah. to get my stomach tattooed, but I just think that's so, like, fleshy. I can't, yeah. I'm not looking forward to that. Where are you going to get Thug Life? Standard George, isn't it? Thug Life. What's everyone got planned for the rest of the day? I've, Cooking? I've got therapy at three. On a How are you doing that? Is that Zoom? Yeah, yeah. I've only had one so far, but it, it went quite well last week, so... Great. Is it any is it any different in person than it is uh, over Zoom? Uh, I mean, not really. Uh, my therapist likes to use a whiteboard, um, so in person there would be a whiteboard. But apart from that, um, not especially. But yeah, it's quite weird because I would like looking at when I'm talking to you right now. My face is about two feet away from your face, 
and I feel like there's a little bit of a disconnection in the way that if you were two feet, if my face was two feet away from your face in real life, I would feel uncomfortable. Firstly, you'd be breaking the rules. <laughs> Big so, time. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're right. I think, I don't know. I, what I liked about going to therapy was the walk I had before and after. Like the distance away from someone, yeah. I mean, it's not something I'm bothered by. You can still go for a walk before therapy and then just come yeah. back and then yeah, do therapy. Yeah. Yes, but I know what you mean. It's it's like I always think that before and after work as well. If you can get like a little fifteen minute walk in, it's a good like filing filing cabinet moment to just process everything and put it away. How long have you been going to therapy? We can cut all this out, George. If you if you. Oh, I'm I'm fine for it to be being. Mental health is mental health is important, isn't it? So it's good to. uh, destigmatize it just chat openly about it i think this will be 11 weeks but i did five weeks in last summer um as well right and so was there a, weeks. was there a moment where you were like i think i need to go and like i think i need to speak to somebody about the way i'm feeling or did you kind of just think i'll give this a shot and see how we get on uh-huh. um in hello Brighton when i did those five sessions, um, there wasn't like a moment, but I de- I definitely did think I need to talk to someone. And I thought of, I, like, I only had five weeks left there. So I thought of that period of time as being good to like have, like cover, like, like go into it with the idea that this will only be five weeks and sort of cover things in a certain way. And then when I started doing therapy in Glasgow, I well, I moved back to Glasgow in September, and I just kind of like had a rest, and I just did nothing, and I kind of with the hope that because I was doing a university masters, that had created the pressure that had caused all of my problems, not right. all of my problems, but a lot of my problems. Yeah. And that with time, they would just go away. They didn't, and so after Christmas, I thought I'd better go back. But I'm doing CBT now and in brighton it was just talking therapy what's cbt it's called it stands for cognitive behavioral therapy um and so it kind of looks at so if you i mean if you treat your brain like a muscle or like consider it like muscle memory so um the more you do something with a muscle the easier it becomes and the more um, likely you are to repeat that so you think of your thoughts in the same way so if I get into a cycle of thinking in an anxious way, then I'm more likely to do that and repeat that. And so yeah. you're, you're trying to un, like unlearn a bunch of um, your thoughts, which might be um, anxious or, or like depressed or um, OCD or whatever. Um, and you do that by challenging that um, with, the, with various different methods. That's amazing, man. I think you're you're probably just ahead of the curve, aren't you? In terms of like the way that people think about their mental health now is the same way as if you, let's say you had a problem with your knee, you would go and like do physio every week and then eventually yeah. you'd get to a point where either the physio would say, yeah, look, you're going to need to check in with me once a month about this knee thing or you know what, your, knee, your knee's good to go. Just like keep an eye on it. And it's just that, it's destigmatizing, isn't it? So yeah, cool. I, I think everyone um, can benefit from therapy, whether they're abundantly happy um, people or not. 
and yeah. I think there's always something to, to gain. Speaking of abundantly happy people, we're joined by <laughs> Phil and Caroline. Phil and Caroline, also known as Caroline and Phil, um, two of the hardest working people that I've ever met in coffee. Um, Caroline holds down a couple of jobs, um, regularly working 12-hour days, and Phil has kind of single-handedly steered us through the tricky couple of weeks before lockdown. Um, so we're incredibly indebted to both of them and they join us here from their flat where they live together as a couple in Partick, Glasgow. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Caroline and Phil. Hi. Hey guys. How are we doing? Hello. I'm good. I'm good as well. <laughs> That's good. And you're you're not um you're not socially well. It's quite interesting because the fans won't realise that you're you live together. Yeah, so secret you're, side. You're allowed to you're allowed to be within two meters of each other. Yeah, which is um, yeah, pretty lucky, I guess. Where are you going? As <laughs> <laughs> Caroline gets up. Uh, yeah, I think we're pretty in a fortunate situation where we can um, just be together. I think I'd find it hard if I had to be on my own, even though I like being on my own and going places on my own. But, you know, it's times like this that it's, yeah, it's really good to have someone else to be around. And what's your, have you fallen into a nice wee routine on during lockdown? Yeah. Not, not really. Well, like, la so we were down in Caroline's mum's all of last week. Um, because we went down there on Sunday, Sunday yeah. before the whole lockdown thing. Um, and then we got word on the Monday that we had to, it was like a, a lockdown situation. So we stayed there for the rest of the week. So when we go down there, we just walk the dog, go to the shops maybe once or twice in a week, and then uh, eat food. So it was just that's what we had to do and that's what we normally do yeah so our our whole lockdown isolation thing only started on monday when we came back right. to glasgow and we're actually kind of enjoying it at, so far like we haven't we haven't felt the need to get into our you know lockdown routine yet mm -hmm. but you start doing some yoga yeah well i do i get we get up and have breakfast and my routine is watching Good morning, Britain, and this morning, and then doing a bit of yoga after that, and then by that time it's like two, three o'clock. So I've wasted most of the day sitting watching this morning. And then it's lunchtime. And then it's lunchtime, yeah. So it's going between meals is the the points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun because I think like you're both very hardworking, but Caroline, you're you're I would describe you as very close to a workaholic. Holding yeah, we've been at jobs. it since like this is the weird thing because I was like I always thought that I. Because I've said it before, if I didn't have work to go to, I would just sit in the house all day and do nothing. So this is yeah. kind of just feeling pretty. Uh, feel pretty good. The the realization of that dream. The realization that I'm quite happy to sit because I I need to sit and stay in my house now though, so I don't yeah. feel bad about it. How have you been getting fresh air? Uh, we've just been we've been going for a walk once a day. Well, yeah, last two days we've just gone out for a walk. Just, I've, yeah. I've been going cycling looking for flower. Yeah, we can't find flour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone's making bread. We want to make bread and we can't make bread. You'd think that flour would be an ample supply. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Yeah. That and pasta, you still can't, it's still like 
pasta and flour you still can't get in the supermarket. Yeah, well, I, listen, I've got half a bag of pasta flour. Double, oh. it's double O, you know, <laughs> super fine flour. Oh, double o. That's the starter culture. That is the flour to have. Yeah. You probably you, and fruits. Do you want it? I bought a bag today. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, yeah, roots I, and fruits. Yeah. I know, but see, <laughs> the, you, we, we, yeah, I was in roots and fruits after our, I mean, not that we saw each other yesterday. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was in Roots and Fruits yesterday. Yeah, there's there's double O, but I'm more of a, like whole a, whole, a whole meal kind of guy. Yeah. It just took delivery of wholemeal ones this morning. Oh, Bread mm. flour. Yeah. Well, maybe well, for once my... Maybe my flour excursions will be fruitful today. <laughs> yeah. I've heard they're referring back to like old methods of uh, milling wheat. That, that remains oh. like all like wartime methods to make sure that they don't uh, waste any like if like white flour they're not doing white flour anymore because it wastes the corn like the the whole yeah. so they're referring back to old methods to make sure they can get the most volume of flour because there's a shortage it's pretty crazy cool. yeah so you're in you're in Luckville there's loads of wholemeal flour coming <laughs> are you an experienced bread baker or is this like a new project a new hobby uh, we well we we've we've made uh, like soda bread quite a bit mm -hmm. like Irish soda bread, which is dead simple, well, which is why I need some wholemeal flour. But um, I want to make a, a brown yeasted bread. What's it's fairly like simple. This? It's it's uh, it's not too dissimilar from uh, Irish soda bread, but there's there's yeast in it. So it's like yeah. fluffier. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. so a little bit fluffier. The the grain is a, a bit tighter, a bit more compact. Because so Irish soda bread is really like crumbly and a big like a it's a big grain, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we're not we're not we're not bread aficionados at all. Have you still got that that um sourdough starter alive that you were talking about? No, that um that we forgot to feed it. <laughs> and then I, I, yeah, it felt like it was too much like hard work. So I think it, I, it formed some sort of like film. There was like the starter, and then there was like a oil that okay. like the same amount of oil had formed on the top of it. And I just thought it was like it didn't look like it was like an orange oil. And I was like, yeah, we just chucked it out. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't have done that. We can make, we can probably make a stuff. Yeah, make the double O. It just, uh, I think it just. It's it, too much. It's too much hard work. Yeah. It's harder than having the dog. <laughs> yeah, you need to, yeah, it's quite hard. I've I've considered starting my own starter, but then I've been thinking like, is that an unnecessary use of flour when I can just make bread that's not sourdough? Because in order to keep it alive, you need to feed it, and then that's just yeah, you're just adding, mm. you're just using flour a lot. The the questions life throws at us now with <laughs> <laughs> the Sophie's choice of the West End. Do I feed my sourdough starter? <laughs> I know. Yeah, you say life is hard. Life could be a lot harder, couldn't it? <laughs> well, what, do you watch um, MasterChef? Yes. Uh, so last night, there's there's two moments where uh, you can tell it's obviously been filmed way before coronavirus was even a thing. But uh, like last night, John Turode was saying that um, if was some guy was making a pea panna cotta and he was like, if he gets this wrong, it's going to be a complete disaster. 
and then the week before he was like that oh there's nothing in this world more disappointing than a, a, a chocolate fondant that's not runny and i was like john there is it's called lockdown yeah i used to be a cycling coach in chonta road did you yeah. what i used to he wanted to do the prudential 100 in when i was living in london and then i was his cycle coach i've got his his phone number on my mobile uh, have you? Yeah. Oh, give him a phone. Call <laughs> <laughs> I'm Let's not. I'm not phone. calling him now. <laughs> Ask him why he, why he says pasta instead of pasta. <laughs> he he's looked... um, he's quite an interesting guy because he's like very emotional about food. Yeah. What's he like? I've always wondered. He's real nice. He he just loves food. He just absolutely loves food, and that's why he wanted to get into cycling because he was. Uh, he was getting fat and he knew how fat he was getting. So <laughs> yeah. he just wanted to um, get fit rather than fat. And he is. Like, he, he, he carried on cycling. He still cycles loads, which is good. Oh, wait. Sorry, I just realised. Are we talking about John Turow? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of the other guy, the baldy guy. Oh, Greg, oh, Greg Wallace. Greg Wallace. No, that is long. <laughs> <laughs> What's everyone's thoughts on him? My mum hates it. I've, I've got some serious thoughts on him. The gist of it is that um, until about two years ago, he didn't know what he was doing, and I think he was just copying what the other judges said. And I like to think that the BBC put him on a course, and they were like, right, Greg, you're obviously not going anywhere. We need to show you how to do feedback. So here's how it's going to happen. There are five flavours. Salt, sweet, bitter, umami, and acidic, Okay. And all you're going to do is taste the food and then think in your, in your head, what is that? So now when he does his feedback, he's like, you've got salty, salty. <laughs> then I've got bitter and I've got sweet. Oh, that is lovely. <laughs> and I think that, like, it's just a journey of, like, he's actually learned how to give feedback on his own merit. So I've gone from not respecting him to I actually do respect him. He's learned how to give feedback based on things. <laughs> as opposed to everything else that could be yeah. Philip and Carrie, have you still got uh have you got Buzz at the moment or No he's he's not he's not he's here, not he's, he's at my mum's. Oh, okay. Oh Buzz. What are you drinking, Caroline? We tried to make a flat white because <sighs> we're missing the spro, but it's not it's not quite the same mm. with um microwaved microwave milk and a stovetop spro. <laughs> is that what it is? So is it like a mocha a mocha pot and then uh... Yeah. And a bit of um, shaking, shaking milk. We shook the milk in a cocktail shaker to make it frothy, and then heated it in the microwave. But I think Phil burnt the milk. I'm just gonna put that out there. Ah, you guys like are geniuses, though. That's... Do you think you might have done it in the wrong order? Because I would think you heat it first and then yeah. froth it. Well, see, because we don't have a frother, and I have tried this before. I put heated milk into a cocktail shaker, and it explodes. Boom. Oh yeah. Ah. Yeah. I ended up almost knocking my teeth out, shaking the pot. <laughs> <laughs> a full of pot milk, so I learnt the hard way. I know how embarrassing to have to rock up to A and E with no teeth. That's third degree burns because of tried to make a flat white. These are CN Studio cups. Oh. Shout out Studio CN. Nice. We we we, yeah. we decided the closest uh, flat white. The the flat white it tastes closest to on the market. Was a McDonald's flat white. Do you pay attention to the um, the week, the daily government briefings? 
or are you kind of past it? Or no? no, we've not not seen any of them. They've gotten boring now. There's not much to them. The thrill is gone. Is that because you, you Courtney, quite like to see Boris in, yeah. the, in the flesh? Just flapping um, up there. Yeah. He reminds me of my business partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that because he's uh, steering a ship through troubled waters? I can see that, yeah. Do you know who my business partner reminds me of? <laughs> no. My business partner reminds me of... <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. You got real dark there, Todd. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. You put your hand through the tiger's cage, that's what happens. Tiger King. I start, I I watched the first episode the other night. But I watched it. We we watched it when I was at my mum's house, and trying to watch stuff with my mum in the room is difficult at the best of times. She kept being like, "Can you believe this? That's so cruel! Can you believe you're watching this rubbish." And I was like, "Well, you shush." So it was hard. Yeah, it was it was hard to watch with her complaining about the conditions the tigers were being kept in. So I've I've only watched the first episode so far. You didn't watch it, so did you? No, well, I, my uh, thoughts mirrored Diane, who's Caroline's mum's, but I didn't, uh, I just kept my thoughts to myself. <laughs> yeah, my mum, like, vocalised when she watches TV, so it makes, kind of find out what's happening. Is Diane, is she, she's like a commentator, kind of, she likes to watch yeah. and commentate. Yeah, she has to ask what's happening every, like, five seconds instead of just watching what happens, letting it unfold. Has anyone taken note of any of the recommendations that any of us gave and actually like watched or listened to or read? Yeah, I've listened to I, all the albums. I've got the People Under the Stairs album locked and loaded for when I'm building this cabinet later. Really yeah, they, the only song of theirs I know is Montego Bay. Yeah. Because it's just like a smooth... Yeah, the, the first three albums I really like. And then... I think they get married and have kids because like what they what they rap about is like smoking weed and playing video games and I just really like that and then they grow up a bit and they mm. talk about their kids and whilst like obviously that's great it's and it is still good music um, it's not the hip hop that I want to listen to. Do you like Black Alicious, George? Oh, I haven't listened to Black Alicious because their um, rhythm their rhythm really reminded me like Black Black Alicious. Oh, well, that album you sent. I haven't listened to their other albums, but I'll listen to them. It's nice to see you all, all your faces, though. This is the first time I've ever used Zoom. Yeah, you just broke in um, our Zoom virginity right now. <laughs> it's, it's come under a wee bit of scrutiny by Trump. Yeah. I, well, I also saw that they, um, they're, they're selling data to Facebook. Who isn't? Asshole. Nice to see you. Cheers, folks. Good to see you guys. Au revoir. Good to see you all. That's how everybody's Zoom chat ends, isn't it? How do you how do you turn it off? <laughs> okay, so uh, we'll just knock that on the head. That's episode four done. Nice. Um, don't forget you can follow our Instagram page at 
Anti Coffee Coffee Club. You can DM us questions. Do you want to know how tall Courtney is, for example? Do you want to know what size feet Tony has? If so, DM us. We'll do some like listener questions one day. We'll be back. We'll do another lockdown special, probably. But in the meantime, see you next time, dreamers! That's a good way to finish the podcast. It would just be like, how do you, what's, how, how do you, how do you do that? What's the, how's the,